Please be advised that Little Miss Recap contains adult language. Which, meanwhile, we don't know what he's doing when he's at work for three months. That's, but no, he's on an oil rig. Do they ever come ashore? I don't think so. Okay. I think once they get there, they're there. Because I, I could see Jovi, like, uh, you know, paying for an Uber to get a stripper out to the oil rig. <laughs> <laughs> Hi everyone, welcome to Little Miss Recap, the podcast where we try to reform crawfish fuckboys. <laughs> I was wondering where you were going to start with, and I was not necessarily expecting that, but I have to say, I feel like Jovi finally gets it. I know, me too. I think me he too. finally really gets it. And I think he didn't get it all along, which is why he was doing what he was doing. Jovi, and I said this to you last night, um... Are we in a safe space? No, probably not. But Jovi yeah. communicates exactly like my husband does in the sense that he hates this kind of communication. Sure. He views everything as an insult or a slight, like you've done something wrong. Right. Um. So it's very like, you know, when, when I can get Timmy to sit down and listen to me, mm-hmm. he really does. But he hates doing it. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he'll have this body posture you know what oh, i mean boy. arms crossed leaning back yeah i saw in jovi and i was like oh this is why i defend this motherfucker <laughs> now you're in love with him <laughs> now timmy is the furthest thing from crawfish fuckboy, but yeah. the poor communicating i'm seeing this here and i feel for yara because it is difficult oh, although sure. i don't suspect yara is as good of a communicator as somebody like me is who just talks your ear off 24 7 wants to talk about my feelings Right. And you also have about 15 years on Yara, too. Yeah. And it took me, I, I told you last night, like it took me a while to get Timmy to where I have him now, where yes. he can actually communicate well. But yeah. beginning Timmy, early marriage Timmy, this, he was this person. Right. <laughs> he was crawfish fuckboy, except it was more like uh, dying steel town fuckboy. Yes. Okay. Yes. Rust belt fuckboy. <laughs> Rust belt fuckboy. <laughs> Rust Belt Fuckboy. <laughs> we need to have a whole line of t-shirts. We that need are a whole like, map. <laughs> exactly. Like Pacific Northwest, we have, you know, Pine Tree Fuckboy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and then California, mm-hmm. we've got Earthquake Fuckboy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, Arizona T- Desert Tectonic Plate Fuckboy. Te- oh, Tectonic Plate <laughs> Fuckboy. Yes. Someone told me this weekend when I was at my big burlesque thing, in her class, they had to work on embodying characters and they had to dance as if they were tectonic plates. And I was oh, like, I totally get that. Yeah, I do too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. Um, Amanda, I'd like to show you my new mug. <sighs> I need that mug. Where did this come this from? This mug says, All the sacrifices that I made to love you wasted. And on the back end, it's knife a and kidneys. kidney. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where did this come from? It came from Morbiki. I think that's the store, isn't it? Oh, okay. On Etsy. Got it. Got it. Mm -hmm. Got it. Yeah. Hashtag not an ad. Wish it was. Yeah, we had, I got Todd a um, a Zed mug a couple of years ago, and now we can't find it, but it's a picture of Zed, and it's, I work so much work. Oh, I love Zed. I love Zed, too. Rebecca and Zed. Okay. So are we ready to recap? Well- Here's the thing. 
I yes. didn't introduce myself yet. I'm Amy Archer. This is Amanda Macrado. We're together. Um, <laughs> here we are. Here we are. Um, here's the thing. Let's talk about how did you feel about the show? Because we're one of the only podcasts that took this on. I know. We were th- willing to, to, you know. Dive in that dumpster and scrape the corners. Yes, that's a good example. And it didn't turn out to be nearly as much of a dumpster as we thought it would be. I was riveted. I was riveted. I think this is great. I've said before, and I'll say it again, get rid of HEA, do this shit, Mm -hmm. and do like one a year. You don't need to do it, you know. No. And actually, at this point, they're almost getting to the point where it's like one of each flavor a year. It's OG before the 90 toe. Yeah. And then I was really surprised that they had two of them running at the same time this year. Oh, and with UK, they had three running. Yeah, that's weird. That was a lot. I don't Matt know what's Sharp, happening. what are you doing? Drunk Matt, with power, that's what he is. Matt Sharp is raw-dogging us in the, word of, the words of the gays. They're raw-dogging yeah, he, us. He is, he is drunk with power. He is. And he's just picking up that phone and things happen at his behest. <laughs> like, he's just like, this, like Dr. give Evil. me more 90 day. <laughs> Make me more I'd be more lunatics. Like. <laughs> or do you think at every season he's like, oh, we need someone who seems more catfishy. Find more catfishy. Click. <laughs> um, I was wa- I was looking in our Facebook group today, Backdoor Friends, and people were trying to give us ideas for female villains. Yes. Or yes. Um, was it for the villain show or this show? The villain show. For the villain show, but we were trying to talk about it. Um, I forget who commented, but someone said we should have Kim Plath. I'm like, well, it's not a Matt Sharp joint, but mm-hmm. we pulled people in from other. I mean, we tried to pr- pull Cody Brown in, so. Because I would love to see Destiny on there. Destiny from oh, Lalo. Destiny would be she, really good. He would be amazing. Right. If Lindsay had not redeemed herself, she oh, would have been good. Just because it was in so a book. Scott. I was busy. God, I love <laughs> oh God, those two were a, a mess. Uh-huh. I still would have loved a cage match of Destiny and Lindsay. Oh, me too. Me too. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get into 90 Day, The Last Resort, season one, episode 12, The Last Walk. And real quick, guys, I just want to say because there was a little confusion last week about my, our sister wives chat before the episode started. So when there's a timestamp, always look at the show notes. Mm-hmm. When there's a timestamp, that means we talked so much talk and I'm doing you the favor of putting a timestamp in. If there's no timestamp, we've kept it mainly to the main topic and we haven't uh, gone too long. Got so it. So that's that's what you have. Okay. Got it. That's where we're getting the inner workings of Amy yes. Archer's brain. Yes. Got it. Okay. So real ominous music for this episode opening. Just it's and- like, an hour and a half yeah and it's like something on Nosferatu like it is just (laughs) the tension is building we need a pipe Um, organ in the back of the resort somewhere now I have to tell you Amanda you know this already but our listeners do not that Jovi is wearing a shirt from Mm. the strip club the entire episode well last episode and this episode and it's from Rick's Mm -hmm. Key West and Rick's Key West is part of the group that Red Garter Saloon is part of. So he is wearing a t-shirt from the strip club. So is Ed. <gasps> is he really? He is. So I, I so so seldom at him that I, I didn't know. even I googled, notice. Well, I googled Rick's after you told me this. And then 
Rick's has like multiple floors that they're different bars. One yes. of them is the shirt that Ed was wearing. Okay, so it's the other one. Dirty something and sp- like yeah, dirty yeah, John, yeah. dirty Harry, dirty. So there's dirty Harry spelled yes, with a U, dirty yeah, Harry. That's what he's wearing. Just based on this picture, Key West looks like someplace I never want to be. <laughs> my best friend, one of my best friends was just in Key West recently. He said it was really lovely. I would like to go. I'd like to go to Hemingway's house. I would like to go to Hemingway's house. Yeah. Like we could do our own version. We can go to Havana Cabana mm-hmm, and go mm-hmm. to Hemingway's house. Can we go to the Copa Cabana? Oh, that's not there. Yeah. I just see a lot of like bros with drinks in their hands. Yeah. Picture. I- there's there's the potential for it to be kind of bourbon streety, which is probably why Jovi loves it so much. Yes. But it doesn't have to be that. Okay. Yeah. What it I can agree. be is us going out to like cool outdoor restaurants. Yeah. During the day we go see Hemingway's house, we sit by a pool, we go mm-hmm, out to dinner, mm-hmm. we go back to our hotel or something. Mm-hmm. We get like an Airbnb so we have more room. Okay. And then we have our own cocktails and and laugh this is our trip to Key West. okay okay yeah. uh, i'm there for that okay cool sounds Let's good okay um so we're gonna do a little tiny scene with kalani and Nisuelu. so we pick up where we left off with them and she's telling him they need to get divorced right away and she tells the camera she's terrified of moving forward with the Suelu, but she wants to be with dallas and she says his name and mm-hmm. i'm still calling him hall j pass he's hall j pass and Nisuelu says he wants to do what's right for the boys. And again, there is this, and knowing what we know now about him, there is this vacancy in his eyes. And I feel like he could like murder everyone could, on that island. I feel like he could family annihilate right now real quick. Yeah, like he could just murder people. I don't know. I don't there, know. Come at me, guys, connecting. if I'm an evil person for thinking this. But No, there's something ooh. not connect. I'm not sure I'd go straight to murder, but... I see where you can, but there's something not connecting in his brain. Yeah. I just feel like, I feel like everything he's saying about trying to be good and patient through all of this is not genuine. I agree. I feel like it's, or, it's hiding a murderous rage. <laughs> or he wants that to be true. I don't know. I, I don't know. I can't imagine. I can't. It's hard to give us Waylu credit for being particularly cunning in any mm-hmm. way, shape or form. Cause mm-hmm. he's dumb as a box of rocks. But I don't know. It's not good. Whatever it is, is not good. No, I agree. And I take my cues from Kalani. And Kalani seems to really, I mean, we know she treats him like a baby. Mm -hmm. We know that she is an apologist for him a little bit, which is, I'm not blaming her. That's part of the the cycle when you're with somebody who's abused you. Absolutely. But um, I don't know. We'll, We'll have to see how it pans out. But anyway. So Kalani tells him she will never keep the boys from him and they will always be. Did I just Sean Robbins in this situation? A little bit. We're just going to okay. leave that here. We'll okay. leave that here. So Kalani We're not going to solve that today. <laughs> she will never keep the boys from him and they will always be family. Kalani cries and tells the camera there's part of her that's hurt immensely. But there's also part of her that's so proud of herself that she's finally leaving. Good. And I'm so glad she's proud of herself because she should be. Now, I want to say something. I'm going to defend Kalani, and I don't need the shame bell because this is not wrong to do. Okay. There are people who have said disparaging, disgusting things about her online. I've Mm -hmm. seen them, comments in certain other groups, not ours. No. Where people have accused her of coming here just for a free vacation and hooking up with Hall J Pass. 
This woman needed this supportive environment to make this decision. She never would have made it in Utah. She never would have made it in California. I'm telling you right now. No, she needed something bigger than just her family, just her sister. Yes. To help her through this. Her sister, I mean, they are completely enmeshed. We've talked about that. They're not, they don't have the healthiest relationship, but her sister's ride or die for her. And thank God she is. Mm -hmm. And they have each other's backs, but she needed a therapist support. There's a reason there were two therapists at the meeting where Kalani told Asuelo she wanted a divorce. Yeah. And I mean, was it, was it not great that Hall J Pass came to the thing? No, that was not a good move. Not a good look. It was not a good move. move. I mean, we described it as a baller move and wow, we're impressed, (laughs) but that's the snarky part of us. Mm -hmm, But mm -hmm. like the legit parts of us who understand what's really happening here under all the, you know, noise is understanding that like she needed this process to do this. Yeah. And unfortunately, I feel like she did need a lifeboat to jump into, which is yeah. what I think Hall J passes. She did. Do they last forever? Probably not. But who knows? Yeah, who knows? You never know. I mean, should they last forever? No. No. And she I needs don't... to be alone for a little bit. She but does. She does. She needs to be alone. She needs to get a job that has nothing. She needs to get income that has nothing to do with this television show. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And she's in the Plexus, right? Plexus. No, she's not. You keep wanting her to be into Plexus. It's Molly who's into Plexus. <laughs> God damn it. Somebody get me a photo of Kalani and Photoshop of Plexus <laughs> drink in her hand. <laughs> the a pink drink. We have why enough. We have enough like, images of Browns drinking it. We could like pull yeah, one why out. Why do I feel like she's adjacent to it? I don't know. She's not. Okay. All right. I mean, she was Mormon, so that does lead to MLM. Maybe. Maybe. So we have a little scene with Ed and Liz. Do you have notes on that? I don't have that one. Okay. Because Ed so and they're Liz are just yeah. we just see them kind of getting ready. Yes. And and tension is fucking high, and they're not oh, yeah. talking to each other because don't forget. Hashtag never forget Ed's true colors came out last episode. Right. And he, he fucking ouch. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's not good. So we'll, we'll see more from her later because she shows us the ring later. Yeah. And then do we have, who else do we have? Angela Angela Michael. Michael. Okay. It's real quick. They're outside. He's back on the iPad. (laughs) Todd and I watched last week's episode last (laughs) night. We're a couple days behind, and he just every time the iPad came up, he just kept giggling like a small child. It's It's hilarious. And but Angela asks Michael, How is how is he gonna prove that he loves her when he's when he gets here? Mm -hmm. Oh my god, stop. Never getting here. Hashtag never getting here. He's never getting here. He says he'll do his manly duties. Cool. And then she turns it into a weird sex thing about Mm -hmm, him going down on her, and I'm not okay. And that's it, real quick. What is she? Can we have gross corner? Okay. What is she bleeping out? Because she's saying, "Will you bleep my cooter?" But she's talking. I think. So wouldn't they bleep cooter instead of lick? I don't know. I I don't understand sometimes why they choose what they bleep for. Yeah, Angela. Like at first, I thought she was saying "fuck," but she doesn't. She's the context is not that. Yeah, I I think she's talking about him going down on her. Okay. All right. Let's let's bleep cooter so we never have to hear it out of her mouth again. I'm about that much. Let's say cooter again. Ever. Jesus Christ. Okay. So gross. And I will uh hashtag shout out to uh date with datelines Kimberly, 
who commented on my Instagram post with the Jovi, uh, the Jovi yes. action shot that Michael was in that background on the <laughs> iPad watching the entire thing. To rewatch it and to see all the times that they just keep <laughs> tilting Michael to where this, the action is. And then like where people are going to the back of the boat, they're like, <laughs> great. So great. So great. Oh my God. All right, take us to the couples therapy. Okay, we have therapy. one real quick voiceover with Jovi and Yara. Yara says she has lots of doubts about her future. Okay. They're so fine. Now we, they're fine. They're fine. They're fine. But they had a real breakthrough in this episode. So we get to the big couple session and they want to review the day. I'm just going to go couple by couple because sometimes they jumped around, but we'll just okay. go in the order that this thing happened. We start with Ed and Liz. Didn't go so well because Ed and Jovi had a big beef and it caused an altercation in Liz and Ed's relationship. And Liz did not feel prioritized over Jovi, which I found like an interesting that take was on it. Weird. I didn't what? understand that, but I agree with you. I was like, what? That that's the problem? Maybe maybe she felt he was prioritizing fighting with Jovi over supporting her. I don't know. I think maybe she thought like she was trying to get him to stop. Maybe. And he was so obsessed with Jovi and the situation that she wa- he wasn't listening to her. That could be it. That could be it. Who says? Ed says they aren't in a good place. He says um, he doesn't want to have what happened on the boat undo what he's done and what they all have done over the last two weeks. And I'm like, what have you actually done? I know. I know. He says this is a long-term process and he's prepared to work through it. And he says, no matter what, he's coming out of this a changed man and a better person. Well, I'm a really horrible person. So any incremental improvement is better. Sure. I hope that's true. I hope hope for Liz's sake that that's true. I do too. And he says he has a lot to work on. Uh, Chicken Jenny says they have the tools to make their behavior choices. And we'll Mm -hmm. see what can look different in time. Yeah, And she says also in a talking head, if Ed doesn't make the changes, she doesn't see Liz being around for long. And PD says he did take the process seriously. And I, I trust her. I mean, yeah, she does. She really sang his praises here a little bit. She did a lot more than I thought. Mm -hmm. We get a a quick with Angela and Michael. Jovi and Yara wind up being the bulk of this. Michael. Michael. Michael says things are going well as of today. And he appreciates her and loves her. And they're, they're getting there little by little. Michael is 100% trained. He knows exactly what to say. Intonation, inflection, and all. Yeah. Yeah. He knows the script. He can do it upside down, forward, backwards. Doesn't matter. Angela says he's been very good, and she doesn't want him to get a big head. So she doesn't (laughs) want to say too many nice things about him. Oh, God. I don't think we have to worry about Michael getting a big head. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Mm Mm-mm. And... Uh, how Michael handled the stripper did a lot for her trust. Yeah. Which is good. I mean, who gives a shit? Angela says he's proud of Michael for hanging up at the strip club, but she's still hanging on to those divorce papers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Great. Okay. Now, we get to Jovi and Yara, and it goes on and on. So, Jovi starts with, it's been a bad day. <laughs> you know, Jovi say. 100% has the regretful, the shame hangover. He has the shame hangover. Yes. Between last night and the boat, he's he's pulling double duty. Yep. And they ask Yara what's up, and she doesn't want to talk badly about her husband and the father of her child, and she breaks down. 
And this reaction makes a lot more sense when we get into the conversation she had with, with Chicken Jenny. Agree. At this point, I was like, well, your, your husband she, did badly. She really clings to this. He's the father of my child. Mm-hmm. 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 And if memory serves, she does not have a relationship with her own father. Yeah, I don't think so. I think it's just her and I mean, her mom. I trust your memory more than mine in these situations. I think it's just her and her mom because when they went to um, Prague, which is where her mother's that. living now, mm-hmm. after after having actually i think she was i think she was already in prague before the war broke out didn't they go to ukraine for a season Mm -mm. they went to prague to to see the mother Mm -hmm. okay am i thinking of did big mike and natalie go to ukraine to see natalie went to kiev as did um wig david and lana (laughs) right Kiev as well well, he was wandering around, Keith. He was wandering around in his really bad yeah. Matrix leather. Where coat. were you oh. when you, when Lana was real? Where were oh you? Oh, God. <laughs> what? <laughs> she walks up. Jesus Christ. Oh. Anyway, so, um, but I think, I wonder if if what we're remembering correctly is that Yara does not have a relationship with her father. If that's in, in no small part why she hangs yeah. on so tightly to Mila. Yeah. Could be. That. Mm-hmm. and they go back and forth about who's going to talk i'm not talking you're not talking and jovi eventually talks and he tells the story about the strip club <laughs> admits me- messaging the stripper he said he thought it was fun and when he woke up this morning he realized what he did and he was very upset with himself so now mm-hmm. we he's actually said out loud i'm really ashamed he didn't say the word i'm ashamed but mm-hmm. he's in a shame hangover and then yara says she feels a ton of shame about jovi's behavior and we're mm. starting to get into this, what this yep. is really about. Yep. And she knows Jovi should feel shame, but she does too. Mm-hmm. She feels like people will look down on her. She doesn't want to be known for this in public. And she doesn't understand why he wants strippers more than her. Mm. This poor girl. I know. I know. And Kalani so doesn't understand it either. Because we get a lot of Kalani going, if I had my choice between a stripper and Yara, I would pick Yara. <laughs> I'm picking Yara. Everyone would pick. Here's the thing. If, 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 well, we'll get to it. We'll get okay. to it. Okay. Right. Um, he admits to messaging the stripper and he said he knew it would upset Yara, but he did it anyway. Because he was drunk. Because he was drunk. He was with the boys. Boys and he will knows be boys, he Amanda. All right, all right, all right. Him his way back. I don't know why we make Jovi Matthew McConaughey, but it's not too far off. It's not far off at all. No, no. I mean, Matthew McConaughey is like an an oil crawfish fuckboy. I was trying to think of him. I was trying to think when we were doing Love Is Blind what the Texas version would be, and I was thinking it was either a cowboy hat or a pair of steers, maybe. But Mm. oil works, yeah. An oil Mm fuckboy, yeah. Particularly the people in Houston, they're oil fuckboys. Yeah. Uche is an oil fuckboy. Oh, don't even. There's. I just have real quick aside about Uche. There's this Disney Plus ad that keeps showing up on Facebook. That look, the guy looks just like Uche. And there are so many comments of people just ripping this dude apart. <laughs> oh, no. and, and there's other people going, guys, it's not Uche. <laughs> Imagine being some like actor or model and you look he, like Uche. He just looks like it. The shit right, rubbed out of you. Guys, if you know what I'm talking about, put it in the backdoor friends. Or if I find it, I'll put it in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't have any Disney Plus ads or I haven't seen Ooh. them in a while. So. 
Jovi apologizes. Yara says it's fine, but Jovi says it's not true. Like, I'm glad he's like, don't, it's fine this away. Yeah, yeah. And he asks, how can we get past this? And Chicken Jenny says, this is where forgiveness comes in. And it's for Yara, not for him. Like, she needs to forgive him, not to make things better with him, but for her own soul. Yes. And she never thought of that. And that's, right. I, right. I think that's a lesson that we all learn for all of us who have been therapy warriors for long periods of time is yeah. that the forgiveness piece becomes, you realize it's so much less about the person you're forgiving and so yeah. much more about yourself. Yeah. And Yara says it's still too soon and she needs time to process all this. She just can't talk more about it. And I, I think one of the things I really love about Yara, I mean, we're obviously very team Yara here. Mm-hmm. But one of the things I love about her, she knows herself well enough to know that, like, I need time to process this. Yeah. I need yeah. that time. Yeah. And I I wonder if some of her processing it is being able to, being able to articulate her emotions in English as well. And I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that Jovi probably has dismissed the emotional intelligence of beautiful women most of his life. Sure. I and think she dismisses a lot about beautiful yeah. women. And she's one of them. And he probably thinks that she does not. And we see this later, that she yeah. does not feel things deeply. Mm-mm. And, you know, he doesn't understand that, oh, my God, this this beautiful person actually has an inside that works as well. Right. Right. I think the fact that Yara is both incredibly intelligent and uh, intellectually intelligent and emotionally intelligent surprises him a lot. Yes. Agreed. And Jovi says in a talking head, it's hard to see her struggling and he cannot put her in this position in the future. Yeah. He doesn't like hurting her. He really doesn't. I know. And this is, this is the one redeeming quality about him, guys. Mm -hmm. I know that people hate that I'm so team Jovi and I'm not, but I do believe that if she can exercise this crawfish fuck boy out of him, he would be great. Like, I think the pieces are there for Mm -hmm. an emotionally intelligent person. Yeah. But it yeah. Ju- they just need to like come together in some kind of, I don't know. He just needs to grow up a little bit more. And you would think that being a father would have been enough, but I think it's just a little bit more. Yeah. And when it comes, they say when it comes to difficult decisions, closure is important and able to move forward in your ability to move forward. Yep. And Dr. Hadi says this will be difficult for them to move forward. Okay. Now we get to Kalani and Asuelu. Remember, no one at this gathering- knows that they've broken up except for the therapists i don't i mean do we believe that you don't think there's a text chain going with these women i don't know i don't think so i did it i told them (laughs) i don't know maybe they seem genuinely surprised though okay and these are not great actors angela's not a great actor yeah yeah yeah, and she seemed genuinely surprised so dr janey janey asks asuelu how he is and he asks her to ask kalani first Mm-hmm. And she says they're both upset about today, but they haven't fully processed it. And Angela asks, processed what? Thanks, Angela, for that tip. <laughs> Kalani says, today, Asuelu and I figured out we are not going to be together anymore. And you could see Jovi was like, mm, this is all a possibility. Of are, all of them were shooketh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They were really shook by this because Jovi said it earlier when Molly and Kelly broke up. He's like, people may leave here not together. Yeah. We only have three couples leaving. I mean, we're almost 50-50. He's like, I just wanted to dong around Key West. Now this I is becoming real. We're going to have a free vacation. <laughs> we didn't have that many problems, but we learned something. 
Angela almost cries though when when um, yeah. Kalani says it, and she says they're just going to focus on moving forward together, co-parenting their kids. Angela in a vacuum without all the terrible things she's done in the outside world is not bad. No. And actually today, she's pretty fantastic, yeah. start to finish. Yeah. This yeah. is why there is potential in her. Yes. Um, she's not as bad as Ed. No. No, she's not. Mostly. Yeah, no, she's not. So it's hard no. for me to say nice mm. things about it. I know we're both like. <laughs> now that I'm thinking about some of the shit she said to Michael. Yeah, sure. Okay. okay. But anyway. I do think, here's the thing. This is the difference. Michael's in on this. Liz is mm-hmm. not in on Ed's yeah. terrible behavior. Liz yeah. is a victim of Ed's terrible behavior. Michael, I feel like, is in on it. He knows mm-hmm. exactly what to say. He's rehearsed. He's got it down. You know yeah. what I mean? They know what they're he doing. He doesn't strike me as a victim of Angela's. Not no. now. Maybe in the beginning. Not Maybe now. Maybe in the beginning, but not now. And Jovi says in a, in a voiceover, talking head, he's shocked and isn't sure how well Asuela will accept this, and he hopes they can co-parent in a healthy way. Uh, you know, it... It's interesting that everyone at this resort is a parent. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's a parent. And mm-hmm. it comes out, too. Like, the way that they're being a yeah. parent comes out. So, Dr. J- Janie Janie says there's a lot to process. And they could share if they would like. Mm-hmm. And they both stay quiet. And in a talking head, Asuelo says he stayed quiet because he doesn't have anything to say. And he has to process his pain. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have the words for this. Mm-mm. No, he, he definitely doesn't have the words in English. I'm not even sure he'd have the words in Samoan. Like, yeah, I, I don't think he understands how to do this. Angela says she's happy that they're doing what's best for them. Yeah. But she worries that she and Michael may end up in the same way. And they won't. They're fine. <laughs> Whatever. You know what it and, is, too? It's a proximity issue. Like, Michael is safe from Angela because he's on another continent. That's probably it. She can only <laughs> do so much to him. God. Don't. Do not. Threaten me with cake. Oh, people can manipulate me with cake very easily. Oh, to manipulate, guys. yeah. I'm it's gonna not, get a do not, yes. Do not manipulate. Here's me with what cake. I'm doing. Here's what I'm doing. I'm getting okay. a PO box for this podcast. podcast we got. Okay, and I'm gonna have people send me cake. <laughs> <laughs> they can only send you cake though when I'm there. Yeah, I need to share yes. the manipulation. I'll share the cake. cake. <laughs> okay, good because I need cake too. And Ed actually says some really nice things about Kalani. Ed does, yes. Yeah. Yes. He says to Kalani, he's like, Asuela, I'm not going to talk about you. Kalani. Yeah. He says, you're a strong, beautiful woman, and I don't worry about you. Ed says that as a dad going through a divorce, the kids can become your strength. And he knows that he's going through with it, and it sucks, but he tells them both it'll get better. Mm -hmm. And it does. This is the human side of Ed that I'm sure Liz sees in glimpses and keeps keeps her. It's the thing she can hold on to. Yeah, of him not being a complete monster. Yes, he's a complete monster. Anyway, escape, girl, run, 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 get out of there, Liz, get out. Liz says sometimes um, it does more damage to focus or to force a relationship for the sake of the kids, Mm -hmm. but it's this is still heartbreaking. Yeah. And at the end, Chicken Jenny gives them all cards mm-hmm. to write the reasons why they're going to make the decision that they're going to make. Dr. McHottie says, tomorrow is a big decision, to which I wrote, mm-hmm. you think? I'm going to, I know we think he's hot. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's a particularly good therapist. <laughs> I don't okay. think he's particularly insightful. He says really obvious things. The women have really shown up here. 
Oh, Dr. Janie Janney and Chicken Jenny are great. Uh, I mean, Jovi, I don't mind looking at him. You could keep no. him on the roster, but yeah, you know. just have him say stupid things, but <laughs> tell everybody who's participating, don't worry about him. Just <laughs> look at him. Let's, let's objectify the fuck out of Dr. McCarty. <laughs> we apologize, everybody. <laughs> but don't, you know, believe in his intellect. It's just his, oh. his beauty. Let's let's throw knives at Angela for objectifying Michael and then do it ourselves. <laughs> we'll do it, ourselves. <laughs> it was interesting. She never objectified Dr. McCarty. No, she's she's afraid of him. She's afraid of him, yeah. Mm-hmm. And as soon as this breaks, Jovi immediately walks off. Yeah. He's getting the hell out of there. Kalani and Yara hug. Angela and Liz hug. And Liz kisses Angela's cheek and says, I love you. So this is a big old shift from big old shift. Yeah. Him her screaming and from Alien in, versus Predator in season right, episode one. <laughs> yes. It God is. bless. And so now we have the next day. That's where we end that day. Okay. So, so I have a little of the chicken Jenny and Yara. Do you I have, have that a lot too? for it? Okay. So, um, I'll, so I'll run through and then you fill in, okay, because I, I have the bare bones. I will okay. supplement. So Yara, Chicken Jenny shows up on Yara's patio. Hey, it's Chicken Jenny. Let me in. <laughs> <laughs> and Yara, they, they have a talk. And Yara explains that she feels shame because she chose Jovi. Mm-hmm. So she feels like Jovi's bad behavior is a reflection on her because yep. she chose him. Yep. And Chicken Jenny says, do you take this level of responsibility for all of your family members? And Yara says, growing up in Ukraine, you need to be perfect, especially if you're a woman. And if you're not perfect, people are going to shame you. And then from from what I gather, your mother bakes it in. You yeah. Know, thanks, mom. Yeah, the, 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 yeah. It seems like the soup is already swirling and the mother's like, you're going to live in this soup. Yes. And I'm going to tell you all the ingredients yes. of this soup. So then Yara tells the camera that her mother and her sister used to make fun of her for being chunky. Mm-hmm. And her sister used to tell her how fat she would be once she had a kid. And I just wrote, my God, the power we hold as mothers. Like I it's know. every time I hear somebody talk about like that, that initial wound from a mother or from a family of origin, I'm like, mm-hmm. Jesus Christ, we hold a lot of power as mothers. And, and fathers too. Fathers, fathers too. too. Fathers yeah, too. But particularly with girls, it's a mother thing. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. 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 Jesus. So, for example, something that the mother would say, Yara says, is, mm-hmm. are you not ashamed to wear that outfit? It's too open. Yep. And now my therapist does this with me. Chicken Jenny says, we're going to take that sentence and we're going to add words to the beginning or the end mm-hmm. to make it feel different. So she's reframing it. This is a classic reframing exercise. Now, my therapist has done this with me because I have the voice in my head mm-hmm. of my imaginary critic mother saying, you're not a good mother. Mm-hmm. So my therapist will say to me, if you let the kids go to this party after semi, why do you like what is being what's happening? And I'm like, right. Well, I can imagine my mother saying you're not a good mother. So the words that I would add on are. You're not a good mother because you're not doing it like I did. Yes. You know what I mean? And then we would talk about what that, that judgment is yes. and what that means. This yeah. is a brilliant exercise, guys. If you have an inner critic or you have something like a a, a destructive narrative that runs through your mind, mm-hmm. try this. I'm mm-hmm. telling you, it's amazing. So Chicken Jenny and Yara get this to where Yara says, you know, are you not ashamed to wear that outfit? It's too open, but I should be able to wear it because I feel good about my body. Right. Okay. 
So Chick and Jenny gets her to see that the the shame and the guilt is because um, other people are judging their situation. And Yara needs to focus on her feelings and her relationship with Jovi and not worry about what the outside world is saying, which is so much easier said than done. It is so much easier Especially said than when done. you're in your 20s. And you're on television. Yes. And so you've got social media talking shit about you constantly. That makes it even worse. <clears throat> this is why I also think she really worries about Mrs. Gwen. Yes. Yes. Also, did you notice that um she calls when- her Mrs. Mrs. Petey. Mrs. Petey. I noticed it. I wrote down. Um, (laughs) So basically where we get to is Chicken Jenny tells her, focus on the feeling. Like you should be mad at Jovi for this. Focus on focus on being mad at Jovi. That is the proper emotion. You don't need to feel shame and guilt because those spiral you into insecurity. Yep. And that's not your bag to hold. And you don't need to feel shame about other people's behavior. And that's so hard, particularly when it's your child or your husband. So hard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure your kids do things that you feel ashamed about their behavior because you feel like it's a reflection on you. Not that your girls are 100%. bad. hundred like, percent. I just went not, through this. Even if it's not telling somebody thank you. Like you're like, oh shit, do they think I'm a terrible mother because I didn't get it? Okay, you have a memory you're trying to get. Yeah, I'm trying to pull this memory forward. I feel this so often that I'm trying Mm -hmm. to think of a specific memory. But like, um, oh, I know what it is. I was just telling the girls the other day. So they're doing their own laundry now. Oh boy. And it's happening hit and miss. Okay. So like I'm obsessed about cleaning their work uniforms all the time. Okay. And Penelope's like, why are you constantly working my, washing my work uniform? And I'm like, because I don't want people to think I'm a bad mother. Yep. And then I'm like, oh, <laughs> hold on. I'm doing it. <laughs> yes. Right. Do you know what like, I mean? Like, right. If they, I'm if doing they see it. her in a dirty uniform, that mm-hmm. says that Mother Amy doesn't know how to mm-hmm. care for her children. Yes. A hundred percent. And that's just a small example. Yeah, but- there are so many other examples. Sure. Like when I was deciding whether or not to let them go to this party, like, do I let them go? Are people going to think I'm a permissive bad mother because I'm right. letting them go? To this, it's parenting is a total mind fuck. Period. End of sentence. Right. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. so I just wrote, "Welcome to reframing, Yara." Yeah, Welcome. and this is such a great tool, and particularly because Yara has such an intense inner critic, and she's clearly not done any inner critic work. And I hope yeah. I know she's still working with Mrs. Petey. Chicken Jenny. And I hope I hope they're working on how Yara can work with her inner critic. Because we can all work with our inner critic. Our inner yeah. critic is actually protecting us. And your inner critic is coming from somewhere. Yeah. You it, have it's to a voice trace someone that else put in your head. Yes. You have to trace the root down. Like my therapist and I have what I call the panel. So mm. there's like a judgment panel that sits yeah. over my shoulder. And there's a yeah. few key people on this panel. Yep. And those are all my inner critics. They're all my voices that yes. are inside saying, you're not a good mother. You're doing this wrong. You know what I my, mean? Mine are primarily both of my parents. But yeah, I like. Oh, my parent, my one parent is up the there. <laughs> one parent is. One parent is up there. Got it. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. So like it's, it's when you learn and trace the root that you can. Mm-hmm exercise them and put them on a panel and then talk about it how it is right and choose to choose to listen to what you want to listen to and choose to let go what doesn't serve you and this is again we are in our 40s yeah we're one of us is we are in our (laughs) wow wow whoa (laughs) 
That was unnecessary friendly fire, and I apologize. Wow. Wow. Shots, in the words of Kelly, shots fired, man. Or no, Robert of Robert and Annie. Shots fired. Yeah. Uh, yes, I am not in my 40s okay. anymore. Okay. So we are, fine. I love you so much. So we I are women of a certain age, <laughs> and it takes. It takes decades to get there and lots of therapy. So we're not expecting Yara to be able to do this right away. I sure as hell wasn't. I wasn't where Yara is when I was Yara's age. No, no. So she's fine. Yes. She's great. She'll be fine. Yes. Okay. Speaking for all the 50-year-olds in the world. Speaking (laughs) all the 50-year-olds, I will take. 50 for like a month. (laughs) 50 for seven months. But, you know, I'm now an expert in my 50s. You know, I've been here for seven months. You know, we're going to get 120, but I'm seven in. So it's that, that was what I just did is I poodled you. You did, <laughs> really poodled did. me. Completely poodled me. Wow. Oof. Okay. Lord. So now we see Ed and Liz. And Liz is packing and it's the day of the recommitment ceremony. And she has an entire suitcase full of shoes. Yes, she does. <laughs> <laughs> Can I tell you how antithetical this is to my my idea or my life? Here's a pair of Nike flip-flops that I own, okay? Yes. Okay. I'm like, do I need to buy a new pair before I go to the Bahamas, or can I take this pair? Because I'm taking one pair of shoes to the Bahamas. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm just going to take this pair. Okay. So there you go. There That's, you go. Yeah. Amy Archer doesn't have a suitcase full of shoes. She has like an envelope with a pair of shoes in it. <laughs> for a trip like you're going on, I would probably bring, I'd bring flip-flops for sure, and I'd probably bring two pairs of like very casual sandals, yeah, one in brown, one any. in black. <clears throat> I don't know. And many. that would be it. I'm going to bring the casual flip flops I have on and I'm going to bring a, Your dress a dress flip flop. <laughs> <laughs> Your dress flip flops. Okay, cool. Oh, see, I'm doing the work of tearing myself down for you. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> you thank just sit you. there and watch. Oh, okay. Nice. All right. <clears throat> so. She has a ring that she bought Ed over a year ago, and it has never felt right to give him. She says she brought it on this trip, and she's hoping she has the right moment to give it to him. Now, let me ask you a question. How do you feel about the male engagement ring? I actually have many minds about it. Okay. The feminist in me doesn't understand why it is women get something to commemorate and men don't mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the traditional girl in me enjoys <laughs> enjoys getting pretty jewelry okay um is this like a black and white cookie situation it might like be you have might feminist be. and anti-feminist <laughs> the feminist side of me and the patriarchal side of me uh i actually came really close to proposing to todd okay i almost i mean we had to we we had said out loud we want to get married. Yeah. Periodically, he would look at me. He's like, I can't wait to wife you up. Like, mm-hmm, we mm-hmm. knew this was happening. But I almost proposed to him. And I wouldn't have proposed to him with a ring because that's mm-hmm. not what he would want. I was going to propose to him with a watch. Oh, he's a okay. watch guy. Okay. My, so my best friend who I've talked a lot about that we've been mm-hmm. best friends from high school, she actually did propose to her husband. Okay. So they've been together for years. She didn't understand why he wasn't proposing. There was stuff going on in his life that I'm like, this is why he's not proposing right now, Mm -hmm. but don't worry. Well, she worried 
and she bought him a pocket watch. For some reason, she took me to buy the watch. For some reason, my mother came along. I don't remember why my mom was there. Maybe because we felt like we needed a grown up who might know, some- know something about Did watches. Did mom have to pay for it? No, 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 no. It- Wendy paid for it. Usually, we when a like- parent comes along, it's because they're bringing their credit card. Their credit card. No, like we were 23 or 24. Okay. Okay. So Wendy paid for it. And then she took him. This is actually really sweet. She took him to the par- the playground they went to on their very first date the summer between our junior and senior year of high school. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And she asked him to marry her. And he said, no, but will you marry me? Oh, okay. And then they went and bought her a ring. So okay. are they still married? Yes. Very happily. <gasps> they're leaving. I think today, actually, they're leaving for Rome for their 25th wedding anniversary. Oh, Wendy. Congrats. What's her yeah. husband's name? Let's give them a Chris. shout out. Chris, Chris and Wendy, Wendy, get a shout out for I don't now. know if they listen, but congratulations. Wendy's listened occasionally. So, okay. And actually now she's been watching Sister Wives. She jumped in. Okay. And so she, I had to explain the whole catfish to her. It was great. Okay. All right. I Try explaining a knife in the kidneys to your kids this morning over coffee. <laughs> I'm like, well, there's this guy. <laughs> this is guy Cody Brown. All right. Okay. Anyway, back to this. Well, that was that's amazing. And I did notice, and we've talked about this before, that um Yara and Jovi wear their rings on the other hand. Yes. They do, which is a European thing. Hey everyone, stay tuned. Little Miss Recap will be right back after these words. Now we have recommitment day. It's the day of, okay? Again, you fill in anything I miss. Yep, I will. I have the whole Yara confronting Joby thing if you want me to do that. I don't have that. Okay, cool. Yeah, you can do that. Okay. So I wrote, Asuelu has serial killer handwriting. (laughs) To no one's surprise. (laughs) And he he could never have murdered John Bidet. We know it's not him. No, that handwriting is not. He's ruled out as a suspect. Nor... Nor could he have killed Jennifer Pandos. Also no. ruled out as a suspect based on <laughs> Ruled out as a suspect. Yeah. He Never talks- mind that I don't think Aswilu was alive when that happened, but that's fine. He talks about how he wants to go to the ceremony because he needs to finish what he started. We see Jovi jotting down some stuff on a card. Mm-hmm. Ed says he doesn't even know if Liz is going to show up. And he yeah. starts to cry and brings up his past life bullshit, which he's using mm-hmm. as a crutch now. Yeah. And he says, you know, in our 13 breakups, she's always come back. 13 breakups. Not good, guys. Not good. 13 Not good. breakups. I will give anybody one breakup. I will give everybody the opportunity for one, unless you're really young. I'll give you the opportunity for one time. Sure. 13 breakups. Uh-uh. No, this is the, pr- uh-uh. this is, Liz, this uh-uh. is all you need. One thing I do want to come back to Jovi. Jovi said when he was working on his card. That he wants to be a better father and husband, and he wants Yara to know how much he loves and appreciates her. Yeah. He does. So, he anyways. Does. So, now Yara just got out of her session with Mrs. Petey, and Amanda, mm. you're going to walk us through this scene. Yeah. So, she says she needs to talk to him, and uh, Yara says he can start. <laughs> I need to talk to you. <laughs> she start. does that to him a lot. You she does start. that to him a lot. We need to do this. You talk. Yeah. yeah. And he apologizes for the strip club stuff. Mm-hmm. And she asks if he wants to be with that girl. And he says, of course not. And I believe that. He doesn't want I to be believe that. I believe that 100%. And so she asks what's it's about. And he says, it's just a fun time to blow off steam. He loves her. And there's no stripper more beautiful than Yara. And if he has made her feel that way, he's sorry. 
Mm-hmm. He's, it's finally starting to click in for him what this really is. And Yara says it makes her feel bad about herself because she feels he chooses another woman over her. And he's like, no, this isn't about you at all, which mm-hmm. we've been saying forever. Yep. Yep. He goes, you're perfect. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Jovi. Thank, Thank you, you for Jovi. saying that. Mm-hmm. Like, if ever a time she needed to hear she was perfect, this it's is this now. conversation. Yeah. And he says he doesn't want her to think badly about herself at mm-hmm. all. There's no reason. And she shares how much it upsets her and how insecure she is about her body. And this makes it so much worse. And Jovi's gob was smacked. <laughs> Jovi's gob was smacked. I mean, yeah, we're laughing about it. But Jovi was like, whoa. And he says he didn't understand just how deeply she felt this. He says he will not go back to a strip club because he realizes it hurts her in the way it does. And then he he does qualify. He's like, I'll go to strip clubs, but you ha- as long you as you're there. You have to be with me. You have to mm-hmm. be with mm-hmm. You have to babysit me. Which, meanwhile, we don't know what he's doing when he's at work for three months. That's but No, he's on an oil rig. Do they ever come ashore? I don't think so. Okay. I think once they get there, they're there. Because I could see Jovi, like, uh, you know, paying for an Uber to get a stripper out to the oil rig. (laughs) (laughs) So Jovi says he's not going to go back. He he didn't realize it made her this insecure. He just thought she was being a protective wife. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, for Jovi, he thinks pretty girls don't have brains. And, like, oh, she's just being possessive. She's just being a controlling bitch. Yeah. No. No. Yes, it's jealousy, but it's rooted deeply in her insecurity. Yes, yes. And he didn't understand her reasoning, and he mm-hmm. promises not to go back without her. Yara says she, she isn't sure he can keep his promise, um, and she says it's hard to trust him right now. Mm-hmm. And in a talking head, Jovi says he's going to prove what a, what a good father and husband, or no, he'll prove that he can be the father and husband she wants him to be. Mm-hmm. And she's afraid she can't trust him anymore. Do you have her? Do you have her famous last line here? She no. says, "You blew it. Now I'm going to need to know where you are and look at your phone and stuff." The psychopathic relationship. <laughs> the psychopathic relationship. <laughs> I'm like, I've been in a few psychopathic relationships. Now that I think about it, yeah. I mean, they didn't have phones when I was doing it, but yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so right. now we get Angela and the girls getting ready. Well, I have some Kalani and Colini. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I did put it in there Mm because. So Kalani and Kalini are talking while Kalani gets ready. And Kalani says the therapist told them that they could recommit to themselves or to co-parenting or whatever Mm -hmm. they would like to recommit to. Yeah. You could see Kalini, her face is like, oh, my God, you're not backsliding, are you? Like, this is really over, right? Yeah. She was terrified for a second of Mm -hmm. like, oh, God. In the, and, you know, in the brighter light of day, are you not going to do this? Yes. Like, what is happening? And Kalini is proud of Kalani for taking control of her life. Mm-hmm. Kalani says she thinks Asuelu's in denial because he's so calm. Or preparing for murder. One, one or the know. other. <laughs> to go either way at this point. Kalini tells the camera that she's doing what is necessary. Asuelu hurt my sister a lot and he's out of chances. Yeah. And Kalani, she just can't stop crying. Every confessional she's crying. She's crying, 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 crying. Like Her tears eyes of Kalani. Are so red. The mm-hmm. tears of Kalani are here big time. We and need Jake in the background playing the music. She says, This is scary, but I have to put myself first. Okay, now we have all the girls together. I'm I just want to say I am so fucking proud of Kalani. Me too. Me too. I am and so she fucking needed proud this of this support system to do this. She did. 
I have no doubt in my mind she came to this resort knowing she wanted to divorce him. I don't yeah. I don't dispute that. But I think she needed to do it in a safe, supportive place. I started marriage counseling knowing I wanted to get divorced. I mean, that's what brought us there. Yeah. Did I think it could be fixed? Maybe I had a 2% thought that it could be fixed. Yeah. But mostly what I wanted to do was prepare him and help yeah. him understand why this was the right decision. Yeah. In therapeutic environments is a great place to have difficult conversations. It is. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So the girls all get together and they reassure Yara about the situation with Jovi. And Kalani again is like, Jovi's a crawfish fuckboy. You're the greatest thing in the world. Liz shows up. She's not dressed. She says she's not feeling the vibe. I, I didn't understand what this was. Go what was going on with Liz? I think she didn't like her dress. I, I do think too. Because she, she had her casual. hair and makeup done. Yeah. It was just the dress. This felt like a little fraudacity to me. A little bit. Because I don't feel like any of Angela's clothes would fit Liz anyway. No. So this felt really weird. I did want to say, God, I feel like we're turning into Angela apologists. She, other than her fried to the end of the earth hair, mm -hmm. she fantastic in that dress. She did it look was good in the dress. dress. I mean, it was a little mm -hmm. cleavage, but okay, this is Angela. Mm -hmm. By Angela's mm -hmm. standards, this dress was high class and gorgeous okay all right i agree i agree yeah they all looked great they all looked great i loved angela's i'm like i would like that dress i'd wear that dress so angela tells liz she has a dress she could borrow and i just wrote amanda who would you rather borrow a dress from other than angela anybody else uh, um homeless guy from acme i mean like <laughs> i don't feel acme. like <laughs> yeah i don't i don't feel like um there's much of Angela's wardrobe I want to leverage, but whatever she pulled out turned out to be great. It did. And it's Liz clearly, clearly the producer, some 20 year old producer picked that out somehow. So this is not right. We get, to, we see the dress, blah, blah, blah. As we're walking to the dress, the blow up dolls in the bed. I know. Good God. What has she been doing to that blow up doll, Amanda? I don't know. <laughs> I, I was Hashtag thinking, save that blow up doll. Blow up doll. It has her cooties on it now. Okay. Like, they're going to Oh, I'm sure she's rubbing her cooter up and down that thing. She's got that the vibrator. I've just okay. went to a place I don't want to go. I'm going to come back from that place. Does the blow up doll. I just want to she's cuddling with it. That's it. Does the blow up doll. Hashtag ladies of a certain age. Does the blow up doll look like the co-pilot from airplane a hundred percent okay it is, is absolutely it the co-pilot from airplane a hundred percent that is the co-pilot from airplane okay. yes all right yes. all right okay co-pilot or everything. autopilot i think it's autopilot right the autopilot yeah, yeah. yeah. but yeah became the co-pilot mm -hmm. so <clears throat> angela has a big bag of hair and uh, Yara says, with Angela, there's no boring time. Something is always going on. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Kalani puts on the wig and she starts imitating Angela and she sounds just like her. And she great. does. She's got mm -hmm. a great Angela. She's like, Michael, Michael. <laughs> Yara says Kalani looks like she fell on a plate with noodles. <laughs> that hair looked very Cody Brown. Mm -hmm. Oh. Oh. Right? Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Liz wears, I, it was triggering me and I couldn't figure out why. Thank you. Yeah, it's Cody's hair. Liz wears the dress and it's amazing. Real quick on Cody Brown. Did you see that he did a cameo with Robin? Yes. She's so fucking weird in this cameo. Yes, she is. She's like, <laughs> like she can't say camera. anything. Yeah, what are you doing? What? 
You live on camera. Oh, she's something's not right there. And he's like, yeah, she's shy. I'm like, no, she isn't. No, she isn't. <sighs> so it's weird. weird. So the, now the we... two cameos that have been rolling around recently mm-hmm. of Cody are real weird. Yeah, like the one where he tells the new parents not to let their baby do something to that disrespect them. disrespect them. Yeah. <sighs> okay. Okay. Why are your sure. baby shitting all over you when you're changing a diaper and it has diarrhea? Is that disrespectful? Right. <laughs> when the baby projectile vomits on you multiple times, is that disrespectful? When the baby won't let you sleep for more than three hours a night for three years. <laughs> Dis- <Okay>. The disrespect. <laughs> the babies are, are just piles of disrespect <laughs> shaped into human form. <laughs> shaped into very cute human form. God. Okay. So gross. now we're at the commitment ceremony. And Angela and Michael go first. Angela and Michael. I did want to say, Angela yes, did go. say at the end, she's very proud of everyone for the work she that did. they've done. And I said, I really love their girl bonding. I feel like these Me four too. women really created a friendship. Me too. We went from we went from Alien versus Predator to Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. It I is. Mean, it was quick. Yeah, mm-hmm. Absolutely. Two weeks, man. Okay. So now, so we're now we have Michael on the iPad and he says, and he's all dressed up and he says, I vow not to lie to you and to be honest with you. Also, I'll make you happy now and forever, my love. Also, and he, it was so funny how he just kept adding things in. It was like, right. he, he just kept saying things until she reacted. Right. So he's also, like, I promise I'll love you. Uh, also, I'll do blah, 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 blah. Also, I'll wash your car every Saturday. All, and then finally right. she reacts and he's like, okay, I'm done. Okay, good. I've said enough yeah. things to make her happy. But at the end, he says, I love you and I will support you in good and bad times. So help me God. Amen. <laughs> she goes, okay. <laughs> Angela says, I don't need these cards because this is coming right from my heart. I truly love you, Mike. I truly love you. I won't be here. And then she whips out the divorce papers. Uh, but these are divorce papers. And I love Kalani and Yara like, Ooh. <laughs> 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 Michael's going, oh, my God, no, 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 baby, no, baby. And Angela says, I'm going to rip off these papers right here because I truly love my husband. I can't get these refiled. (laughs) (laughs) In a joint confessional, Michael tells the camera, he is, I'm shocked that she had these papers. My heart was beating so fast. Now, Angela says, I came in here thinking Michael had to do all the work. Yep. And I actually had to do work with not getting so angry. And this has actually saved our marriage. I think this is amazing. She she did learn something. I agree. I agree. Whether or not she applies that in the real world, we'll see. I mean, she did beat the shit out of that woman in the New York lobby. So I mean, again, we don't know what well, that We don't know what did. she did to deserve that. <laughs> no one deserves that. <laughs> victim blaming. If you no. want victim blaming and shaming, come on over to Loma's recap. <laughs> No, 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 no. No one deserves violence. No. We don't. But what I was saying is that other person might have swung first. True. You they might have really that. attacked yeah. or yeah. We don't know. But knowing Angela, she probably attacked the person first. Okay. I'm going to go with Angela's the problem. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So now we're at Asuelo and Kalani. And Kalani says, I commit to being a better friend to you and being more patient with you. How... Could you be more patient with this person? Hashtag never forget getting out of that car, carrying both kids and unlocking the door. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how she thinks she's the problem here, but okay, whatever. I want to co-parent the best I can with you. So we still have a good, strong family and always put our kids first. Now I want to say something. This is pure conjecture and speculation. So do not take any of this mm-hmm. seriously. It just occurred to me that she could be so terrified of what he's going to do. 
that that is why she keeps this we're friends we're friends we're friends up because i can't understand this no i think she's placating him i think she knows how to play the game with him because she's lived with him for seven years or five years or whatever but i'm wondering it is. if it's fear-based i thought it was like dismissive at first like she just knows Delvere doesn't go all the way to the top and she's just getting through. But I wonder if it's fear-based. It might be fear-based, knowing what we know now. Yes. About all the abuse stuff. Yes. And it'll be interesting to see, and we'll talk about this at the end, how she acts when he's out of the picture. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like when he can't hurt her anymore. Yep. So Asuelu says, thank you for the nice words. Today is the worst day of my life. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be fair, it probably is, but... Yeah. And he says, I will have nice co-parent with you and I appreciate what you've done for me and I want to apologize. I hope you forgive what I did and I want you to let the past go and make new friendship and love and trust to one another from here to the future. She's cool. like, okay, all right. And she good. says, I do Let's forgive do you and I would like to move on, move forward and be friends. And they do hug. Now they're in a confessional together, I think. No, they're separate. Kalani tells the camera and hers, I have numbed myself for years to put up with this. And I think mm -hmm. I'm feeling all these feelings at once. And that's why sure she's she just is. sobbing. And she says, I hope my kids understand what I did and that I hung on as long as I could. Yeah. And that's Again, the hardest part she's, for her. She's doing the shame. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? She's got to reframe it, Amanda. She does. She's doing the best thing she can, which is showing her kids what a happy mom looks like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So uh, Asuelu tells the camera, knowing Kalani doesn't want me is stabbing my body. I don't know how to process this. So uh, he and needs again, the knife I'm, in the kidneys mug. He does need the knife in the kidneys yeah. mug. So again, he doesn't even have the vocabulary mm -hmm. to talk about this. But I'm sure he feels it. But I'm he sure doesn't he know how it. to express it. And I don't think it would be any better in Samoan. I don't think it's a language thing. I think yeah. it's, he doesn't know how to articulate what he's feeling. So now Jovi and Yara, huh, and I was crying. I'm just going to tell you right now. I was okay. crying. I was crying. I was crying. I was, yeah. I didn't cry because I have a cold, dead heart. But yeah, mm -hmm. I can see where mm -hmm. one could cry. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, Jovi says, she makes him go first again. Mm -hmm. And Jovi says, I want to work on communicating with you better and work on building trust. I want to make you feel loved and beautiful and give you and Milo more of my time. I want to create more romantic moments for you. I love the way you have changed me to be a better person. <sighs> Gives me chills even though <laughs> I'm going to start crying right now. Oh my God, guys. She's really losing it. I'm too invested bad. in their relationship. <laughs> I might have a problem. What are we gonna what are you gonna do next week when we don't talk about Jovi and Yara? I, I don't know. I'm trying to Do we need guys, to just have Jovi and Yara call? I'm trying to get Jovi to talk to me for an interview. I am trying so hard because I want to talk to him about crawfish fuckboy. Oh, I want to see what he thinks about it. If you get him, I'm there. Oh, Even if oh, I have to be quiet. Yes, you're there. Yes, hundred okay. percent. So Yara says, uh, you're a super loving husband and you are the best daddy in the whole world. And Myla and I love you so much and we're happy to have you. Liz is sobbing. I'm sobbing. And she says, I promise to choose happiness and love and I love you so much. And they kiss. Yeah, they're fine. Uh, here's something. Yara looked fucking amazing. Oh, my God. I would have recommitted to her. <laughs> I would have committed to her. Sorry, Todd. Bye. I'm going to go be Bye. with Yara now. Like, she's so hot. Jesus Christ. Okay, now we have Ed and Liz. Mm. 
I do want to say Liz looked gorgeous too. Liz looked amazing. He she looks so really gorgeous when her hair, her talking heads have that like straightened hair. Mm-hmm, when her mm-hmm. hair is a little tasseled. Yeah. She and better. she doesn't have a lot of makeup on. So her freckles mm-hmm. are all out. God, yep. she's adorable. She's adorable. So Ed says, I want you to know how lucky you are to find such a good catch. Ho, ho, ho. I had to do it. I had to do it. No, you didn't. <sighs> Somebody needs to sit Ed down. Uh, hopefully one of the therapists did this. And they need to say to him, this is so clearly born out of insecurity and it just makes you look insecure and weak every mm-hmm. time you do that. Like mm-hmm. somebody needs to say to him, this does not make you look funny. It does not do this what you makes think you doing. look weak. Yeah. And then maybe he like would stop doing it if he knew maybe. how other others perceive it. I don't know. I don't know either. Oh, so God, I hate him. Liz looks like she wants to punch him. And then he says, seriously, you are had. one of the kindest, loving and warmest mother and fiance. You make me want to be a better man. You're making me a better son, a better father. I have been a better father. <laughs> so better father twice in Amy's Amy's recollection. I don't know. I wonder if he has a relationship with Tiffany right now because they he were didn't. estranged. Yeah, yeah. Because of Liz. Mm-hmm. You have never or given up Rose, on I us think. ever. I don't know. What's that? I couldn't remember if it was because of Liz or because of Rose, but I think it's just because of all of Ed's fuckery. <sighs> yeah. I think it was because of Liz, but. Well, because yeah. of Ed's decision with Liz, not because yeah. of Liz herself. Yeah. So you've never given up up on us ever. I will cherish you and your daughter, Riley, forever. Riley, is that her name? Yeah, I think so. It is. Can I tell you how it's spelled? I, I saw it. Go ahead. R-Y-L-E-I-G-H. Yeah. No. No. And he says, I want to ask you for the very last time, will you marry me? She says, quick commercial break. Then she says... Get up and let me speak. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I mean, I know they got married. So I like, I wish I, I hadn't know. known they got married. So she says, three years ago, we met when you were talking to my daughter at my job. And that caught my attention because you were so good to her, basically. And she says, you taught me to laugh again and you are not unnoticed. I don't know. What, the, <laughs> what does that mean? I don't know. I don't know what you're oh, 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 I know what it is. She goes, you taught me to laugh again. And that, I do notice that. Like, okay. you're not yeah. unnoticed. It does not go unnoticed. Mm-hmm. She says, you take good care of Riley. You connect to her in ways that I can't. And coming here, we've learned we are not always on the same page. And I just want to say something. With Liz talking about Riley and his connection with Riley, that puts a lot of the pieces together for me. It does. Because when somebody well. is good to your children, you can forgive a lot. You can forgive a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she says, coming here, we've learned we're not always on the same page, but yesterday is gone and we're here today. So I'm just going to wash everything under a bridge. Is that, is that the same? <laughs> wash things under a bridge. Wait, so do you go down with the people under the bridge and start washing your clothes? <laughs> no, that's not correct. <laughs> Your ability to fuck up metaphors is so amazing. It's so amazing. I love it so much. That is water under the bridge. It's okay. You know I got that, you. You know Timmy makes fun of me because I can never say that that saying. I always struggle with it, even now. Six of one, half Six a dozen. Six to one, half a dozen the other. I can't say it. Okay. <laughs> All right. So she says, um, we can see 
the sunrise on all of our tomorrows, forever hand in hand as we are meant to be. And I will move with you to Arkansas, said no one ever. And then she gives him a ring and she proposes and they both say yes. And everybody in America dies a little bit inside. <laughs> then they have a celebrity, a celebratory, sorry, a dinner. <laughs> the big creative celebrity showed up. <laughs> Party. They think they're the celebrities. Oh my God. Last night Shaft died. The guy who played Shaft. Oh, yeah. I told Todd that and he thought it was Shaq. He's like, Shaquille O'Neal died? I'm like, no. But then he looked. Todd and Shaquille O'Neal were born on the same day. Really? Yes. Oh, okay. All right. So Shaquille O'Neal is 51. I can tell you that. Okay. I have uh, um, Michael Douglas and Catherine Zeta-Jones. Oh. Because they're born on the same day. Mm -hmm. Nice. So they have this celebratory dinner and they party with the therapist. And this is so different than... The celebratory dinner that we have on Golden Bachelor, which takes place at four o'clock in the afternoon. Everybody's drinking lemonade. (laughs) (laughs) Ed invites them all to Arkansas for their wedding. Jovi says, let's put all the bullshit behind us and start fresh. Jovi says, we all supported one another. And then Jovi kisses Ed. What is Jovi's astrological sign? Is he a Libra? I don't know. Let's find out. Let's find out. Hold on. Jovi. Because... One of two things is happening with Jovi. Either he's a Libra and he's got that peacemaker in him by nature, or he grew up in a conflict household and he was the peacekeeper. Uh, he's born January 21st, so he's not a Libra. Oh, no. I think he's an Aquarius, right? 21 Zodiac. Let's see. Zodiac he's cusp nine. of Capricorn Aquarius, I believe. Uh, Aquarius, yeah. Yeah. Starts on the 20th, so he's okay. right there. Timmy's an Aquarius as well, just so you know. Okay. Mm, mm, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. he must have grown up in a household with some conflict. I think because so. Because well, he, he met... tries to always make the peace. He does. He mm-hmm. does. And we, we know that the father that we met of Jovi's is his stepfather. Yeah. yeah. So who knows? Yeah. Okay. So um, Asuelu screams, <laughs> I am so grateful for all of you. Even though we didn't make it, you guys did. I'm like, what's going on here? <laughs> Breathe, Asuelu, breathe. They all dance. Angela grabs Jovi and gyrates on his hips. Uh, her cooter has been all over these people. Oh, God. I don't. Can we never talk about Angela's cooter again? She takes the iPad and throws it up her dress, and we actually get footage of it, and that's more than I need to see. Yes. And at one point, Jovi thinks Yara and Kalani are going to kiss, and he gets all excited about it. <laughs> and then, like, they don't, because Yara's no. not going to do that. No. And uh, the time passes. But you see a little twinkle in his eye <laughs> for one like, second. Oh, get out. Get out. <laughs> and that's it. That's it. That's that's the season. That's the season. They had mm-hmm. a fun party, and then everyone went home. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And until the previews, or till the opening credits were happening i forgot that molly and kelly had even been there i know i forgot i know so again guys please i've done some research i can't find that there's a season two of this announced yet yeah i'm thinking that announcement will come after this episode airs which we're recording this a little early when does it air? oh it airs next week we're recording this way early yeah it it, we're recording it five days early Mm -hmm. but yeah so let's hope you know, if Matt Sharp will announce it, it'll be right after the finale. I hope and, so. And, uh, you know, so good. manifest your people on it. Oh, my God. If we could get one of the Darcy's or Stacey's. I don't think they'll do it. No, they have, they have Stacey their own might. world now. Stacey might. Nah, I don't think so. Okay. Oh, what I, I would so. give to see Florian and Stacey on here. Oh, my God. 
We could have Vampire Florian. Mm. I don't know, though, if he could be in the Florida sun like that. <laughs> he might burn to a crisp. <laughs> might burn to a crisp. <laughs> though, though the vitamins might do him good. True. I feel. True. So True. We wanted to do a little bit of where are they now. Yes. So go ahead. Who do you have? I, I have a little bit for everybody. Oh, good. Okay. I'll fill in. So, I don't have much, but go on. Okay. So Jeffy and Yara, they appear to be good. They're doing their normal Halloween things. They yes, dressed as they the did. Adams family and it was Adam's super family. cute. Mm-hmm. They did mm-hmm. Gino and Jasmine, which was super cute, mm-hmm. particularly in light of realizing that they had then met Gino and Jasmine at the big 90-day party. Yes. They're fine. They yes. seem to be living their best life. Mm-hmm. And to the best of our knowledge, Yara is not yet pregnant with another baby. No, she doesn't look it. And they, they travel a lot. They're traveling they a lot. Yeah. They do. I think they should get like a nice little like one bedroom apartment in Prague. Yeah. To be and near I her mother. To be near her mother. And I think when Jovi is on the oil rig. Yeah, she could fuck off go? to Prague. She could fuck off to Prague and hang out with her mom for a while. <laughs> I don't see a problem with this. But Jovi was afraid Yara was going to leave. And hopefully after this, he's feeling less like that. Yeah, I hope so. Molly and Kelly, we know they're done. Uh, we know that there was an altercation that Kelly had with Olivia. I don't want to go into the details of that. Olivia's really yeah, struggling. Not good. Uh, but that case was dismissed. Good. The fight okay. between Molly, Hawk in her plexus, not Kalani. Molly has plexus <laughs> and her bras. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And she's also dating somebody who is being identified in all social media as a prison kingpin. I saw this. Mm. I don't know what's happening there. Yeah. It's not good. Whatever. Will she be on Lalu? Will she be on Lalu? This is, this is not the 90 day Lalu (laughs) crossover I'm looking for. No, me either. There's been a couple times where I wouldn't have minded it. This is Mm -hmm. not it. Mm -mm. Ed and Liz, we know they got married in August in Arkansas. Mm -hmm. Now I scoured the other people who were here, their social media. It doesn't look like any of them went to that wedding. Mm, Good. Unless they were in an embargo and couldn't post anything about it. Could be. But, like, I looked to see what they posted on August 29th to see if they were, you know, anywhere else. And no right. one posted anything. Mm. So Someone I don't did know like if anybody did, like, a check at the Northwest Arkansas right. airport no. or something. Go into Wal- Walmart's headquarters. Who knows? Love you, uh, Arkansas. <laughs> I've been to Arkansas. It's quite pretty. Uh, Angela and Michael still together. Angela, or Michael remains in Nigeria. Because yeah. he's never getting here. No. And... Kalani and Asuelu. Uh, I can't find that Kalani and Hall J. Pass are not together. I think they might be together. I think they're together. And I think Asuelu's back in Samoa, right? Yeah. They're, um, Asuelu was flirting with Winter of Family Chantal. Mm-hmm. We saw that at mm-hmm. some party. They might have been hooking up. Who knows? Winter. I hope winter. Not. Girl. Girl. Mm-hmm. Run. run. You can do better than this. Mm-hmm. You could do better than Ja that you were with. Mm-hmm. And you can do better than Asuelu. Mm-hmm. I think winter's adorable. And we did see this week. I did not actually see the TikTok, but Todd did of uh Asuelu being back in Samoa. Yeah, he was in for Vegas everybody. for a while. He was. And, and now, now he's back he's in, in I think that's better for everybody. Yeah, one of our backdoor friends said that Lowe had sponsored him, Father yeah. Timbraid, and Lowe stopped sponsoring him. It was Good. like, get thee back to Samoa. Right. I'm done with you. Uh mm-hmm. yeah. I I did see, read some interview or something. This is not Hashtag really fake a, journalism. Hashtag fake journalism. But Kalani says her parents do not watch the show. So her parents only know what she tells them. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Okay. So I shouldn't click on that clickbait that says 
How did Lowe and what's the mother's name? I forget. Lisa. Lisa respond to Kalani's allegations against Asuelo. Well, maybe they, I mean, she put that on social media. So I'm sure they know about that. It didn't happen but on I'm the show. I'm wondering if it's like, I'm going to click it and it's just going to say they don't watch the show. Right. <laughs> probably. <laughs> probably. Clickbait is good for a reason, man. <sighs> All right. Well, Amanda, it has been a pleasure. It has. I'm sad this is done. I'm so sad too. But it's okay. We'll find other things to talk about. Yeah, guys, we are doing Sister Wives on Little Miss Recap Extra. Mm-hmm. You can join that by clicking the link in the show notes or subscribe through Apple Podcasts. Yes. And um, once the current season is over, we have made the decision. Once the current season is over, we're going to start with the recaps from the yes. rewatch. And we're not going to do everything. We're going to do like key episodes, things like that. I We absolutely have to start with the pilot, though. Yeah, we might do every episode when we get to like season 16 and 17. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We're going to talk about all that. I mean, but there's, like, there's going to be 17 hours of these adults sitting in folding chairs on someone's patio. We have to talk about that. But mm-hmm. what we we don't need to talk about are flash mobs and parties that we create yeah. out of yeah. nothing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we are also talking about doing a couple documentaries mm-hmm. to fill in the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I am I am campaigning hard for one in particular. Which one is it? Savior Complex. Yeah, I'm going to watch that. I have it's it on so Max. Good. I'm going to watch it. So. It's bananas. Guys, come really at me if I need to, to cover this. Yes. Amanda saying we do. We I do. trust it's her. It's really good. No. It's really good. We're not solving a case, but it'll be really interesting to talk about. Okay. Uh, And then The Crown comes November 14th. We're doing The Crown, guys. We're super excited about it. And it's going to be the best season because it's going to be the season that's in a time period that we really remember. We remember. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and also I'm doing Married at First Sight with Steph. Yes. And we're loving that. There's there's one character who I call Jacob Marley. Oh, and boy. he is Dickensian and he just like floats around. And it's funny because he's actually from New Zealand. Okay. But I refuse to accept that. I think he's from 19th century London. <laughs> is he the one that I that I thought looked like from, he came from a different era? Yes, probably. Orion no, no, or that's Orion. That's Orion. Okay. Yeah, no, this is Jacob Marley. So Okay, cool. Got it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, guys. So thank you so much again. Jump into our Facebook group, Backdoor Friends. We have a lot of fun in there and we'd love to have you. Amanda, yes, thank you so much for taking this shit show on. My Although pleasure. I think I'm it was your idea. I think it was my idea, but I'm glad we did this journey together. <laughs> Me too. All right. Yeah. Thanks, friends. Bye. Take care, everyone. <laughs>